everyone, this is episode 651 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, July 8th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Nez, and today I'll be talking about Monster Jam, Steel Titans, Car Mechanic Simulator, and that's pretty much it. I guess some more Apex Legends, because I've been playing a fair amount of that, doing a lot of ranked mode stuff, and I'm at the point in Apex Legends where ranked mode uh, is very... Not hectic, but it's tense. I, I just made it into the gold tier. So now an entry costs two points. And in order to just break even in a match, I have to make it into the top 10. And I had a handful this morning where I died along with my squad right away because they would drop in stupid places or do stupid things. And it's frustrating because the, the way ranked mode works in this game is, is different than other games i'm not sure how other games work exactly but the the ranked mode in apex is very transparent in that it costs you this many points once you hit this tier to to play a game and this is how many points you get for this this and this and really the 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 way to win or the way to rank up in ranked mode is to just survive killing is nice and all that Winning is good, that is surviving, that's surviving until no one else is around. Um, but really, you just need to make it into the top three to make a good amount of progress. In fact, if you make it in the top three, you will always make progress, even if, uh, if you're in the top tier, which is Apex Predator, I believe. So the top three gives you seven points, and silver costs one. Gold costs two, um, diamond three, platinum four, and then Apex Predator five. Uh, though if I make it to Apex Predator, I'm done with ranked mode. Not playing that anymore because I just want to get in there, be able to say, hey, I'm here. I'll take my cosmetic and, and whatnot. But the, the thing about it is that it's all about surviving. You get a point per kill, but only up to five kills. So if you have a, a match where you go crazy and you get 20 kills, doesn't matter. You're still only getting those five points. You can get 20 kills, and this would never happen, but you somehow don't even break the top 10. Uh, could that happen? There are 60 players. So you, Potentially, you could do that in a crazy scenario. You could get 20 kills and not make the top 10, and then you would only get five points. Whereas if you got no kills, made it into the top three, you got seven points. So kills are not worthless, but they're not that important in ranked mode. Surviving is. So my strategy in Apex would be jump and land where there are no other teams. Loot, and then just take your time. You don't need to get into the action uh, because ultimately it's about surviving. And I need to do this even though I'm sure people will report me. I don't care, but... If my team gets into a sticky situation or they do stupid stuff that ends up leading to their being knocked down or dying, I'm not going to go and take on a full squad by myself to try and rescue them. Fuck them. They did something stupid. It's on them. I just The, the last match I played earlier today, the we still ended up in the top five, I think, but the one player on our team was playing as Gibraltar. I guess he had some kind of sniper rifle. But he ran ahead of the team, and he was ahead of us. Then he 
you know, pings that there are players, uh, enemy teams uh, ahead of us. And before we're even anywhere near him, he starts shooting at them, giving away his position, engaging the enemy. Now they know he's there, and fuck, we're there too. And I I ended up not running away in that situation. But in that situation, I should have just, I don't know. Because I just, I get so infuriated by just, I hate stupid teammates who do stupid things. Don't Don't engage in a full squad when you're by yourself. Wait for your teammates to come back you up it's not our fault that before we even get there you end up getting down because you're a fucking idiot and then the other fucking teammate gets down and they're both down i'm like what do you want me to do i'm not fucking a magician we all we didn't even have great loot or anything we didn't have great armor i think we were all sporting level one armor and the team i found out ended up having like purple armor and shit what are we supposed to do there what am i supposed to do there I'm not going to take them all out. It's just not going to happen. I can maybe knock down one, maybe two. In rare cases, sure, I can knock down a whole squad. It's happened. But more often than not, I'm dead too. And it's because you're a dumbass who felt like, oh, I'm going to be all hot and shit and fucking take out the enemy by myself. It's just, it's annoying. So I'm in the point of rank mode where I'm just... I dread every time I play a match because I know I just have to get into the top 10 to break even, not to even gain ground. And that's usually not too difficult, but there are stretches where I just die, 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 and it, it becomes frustrating. Um, and I, I, would, I, I thought that maybe at that level of play, the, the players in general would not be so stupid but it seems like you can still have your stupid people in gold tier but i also played some new stuff like i mentioned so i played a bit of monster jam steel titans which is a monster truck game and what i'll say about it is that when i started playing it it wasn't anywhere near as ugly as I thought it was going to be. It's not a bad looking game. It's not Forza or anything like that, but it's pretty good looking, especially for a monster truck game, which I don't remember if this was on the Xbox One or if it was on the 360, but the last monster truck game I played, which I think was a Monster Jam game, and had a mixture of behind the the back races and side-scrolling trials-esque racing that game looked like ass. Even if it was on the 360, it looked like ass. So to boot this up and see a game that looks not too shabby was a surprise. Then I started playing it, and I couldn't stand it because the physics engine in Steel Titans is maybe this is how crazy uh, driving a monster truck is, and maybe this is how they control. I don't know, but... The physics is crazy in that you can roll and flip like mad. You can do a dozen, two dozen spins in the air before landing on the ground. And it's it's just insane. And then you end up losing ground. These can happen in the worst parts of a race. You can't restart a race, which is the weirdest thing. You can, like think, quit out of an event and then you have to start all over. But you can't just restart a race, which is frustrating. But what makes the physics engine 
such a pile of shit and pisses me off more than anything is that the AI cars don't seem to abide by the same physics engines. Uh, the AI cars seem to be just... They, they, there doesn't seem to be any actual AI with them. I've hit them, but they still go straight back to the line. They just seem to drive in a line like they're slot cars. And they never roll over or do anything out of the, the ordinary. And it... it it just is fucking annoying to be constantly struggling with the physics engines myself and, and seeing that the AI just isn't affected by it whatsoever. Maybe it'll happen at some point, but I've played over a dozen races and at no point did a single AI car ever drive off the road, get into some kind of accident, flip, turn, do anything have some kind of issue where maybe they skidded out or, or went past a turn or anything. They just stay on their line the whole fucking time. And that pissed me off. Um, the difficulty wasn't that terrible. I mean, the difficulty is the physics engine because I immediately had these points that I could use to upgrade my truck, which made my truck significantly faster in, in the whatever tournament I was racing in than all the other cars. So when the more simplistic tracks that didn't have a lot of turns and ways in which I could hit a bump just wrong to start a crazy fucking flip-a-thon. Um, I blew away the competition. But then on the tracks that are happening in outdoor environments and stuff, they could be really hectic because they could be very bumpy, they could be rocky, they could be all this, that, and, and whatnot. And I would struggle with this, but of course the AI didn't struggle at all. It's just, if the AI had the same problems, I'd be fine with it. But I don't like having to deal with all that shit and, and knowing that the AI doesn't. And like I said, maybe the AI does. I don't know. This is just me basing it off my hour or so with the game, maybe a little bit more playing the dozen plus races that I played and at no point ever witnessing anything that would you know, uh, reinforce the, the possibility that the AI is actually intelligent in any way and that it is in any way affected by the physics of the game. But like I said, it looks all right. But how important is that really? So that is Monster Jam Steel Titans. I, I do not recommend it. Yeah, I, I imagine that the physics engine won't be changed or anything. It's also the way the tires move is a little annoying. Another thing that happened to me in the I think the last race I did, thankfully I still ended up winning the overall cup competition thing. But when I was, I think like a a turn away from the finish line, one of my wheels just started like wobbling and falling off. And then I had to stop the car in order to fix it, which just equated to me having to rapidly press the A button a bunch of times until the the nuts and bolts all went back into place. But what was really annoying is that I had a, I had a fair amount of space between me and the second place car. But while I was doing this, AI comes around, taps me, and makes my car move a little bit. It all resets. It says stop the car so you can fix it. 
stop it. Another card comes, taps me. Like it just, it screwed my entire ability to win that race or even place in that race. I ended up in last place and I was dead last with a good amount of time between me and the, the next to last player because they just kept nudging. Like I, I had nothing I can do in that situation. And at no point have I ever seen any of the AI cards have to deal with this shit. The AI is just infallible. They're slow, but they always stay on their line. And they'd never roll or get any kind of damage to their, their vehicles. Go figure. So, yeah, do not play that game. Go play something else. And it's it's funny, too, because I do have an affinity for monster trucks because one of the first games I had on my PC, my, my first PC, was this monster truck game. I'm not sure what it was called, but you could zoom out pretty far back, and I think you could get pretty close in. But I just I played the hell out of it. I don't think it was that great of a game, but I didn't have many options, and, and you know that's something that a lot of kids have a lack of options. So what games they have, they play the hell out of, and they enjoy. They find a way to enjoy them, and I really enjoyed that game. So the monster truck world will always have a somewhat special place in my heart in, in the video game uh, world. And anytime I see Gravedigger, I just, uh, all these memories come flooding back to me. And I, I would like to like these games, but yeah, not with that physics engine. And I recorded some clips. I'll probably put them up on Twitter, maybe make a GIF, because there, there's some fucking crazy ass shit in there. And then Car Mechanic Simulator finally made its way to consoles. I don't know why I said finally. I don't know anyone who was expecting it to come to consoles or wanted it to come to consoles. It definitely feels like a PC game that you should be playing with a mouse and keyboard. It works fine with the controller, but I can't help but constantly think, man, this would definitely feel better with the mouse and keyboard. The problem with Car Mechanic Simulator is that it's it's not like Surgeon Simulator or other games that are playing it up as a joke. This isn't a joke. It's taking it seriously. It's very in-depth. All these parts and pieces and whatnot. And you can change all these things and, and fix this part and blah, 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 blah. The problem is there is no real tutorial. The tutorial for the game is taking you to your garage and then you just walk around it and when you get to your tool shop, it'll be like, this is your tool shop. This is where you get tools. You look at a phone. This is where you call to get new parts. Here's the area where you can check the brakes and blah, blah, blah. And it just is a not guided tour, but a, a, a tour through your garage where you go around it. And when you see a new space, it'll tell you what that's used for. But at no point... I mean, if there is, I couldn't find a way to engage it. At no point was it actually telling me anything about doing the work of a car mechanic. And maybe that's because they figure anyone who's interested in this game knows a fair share about cars and all that. And, and that's why they, they're doing it, because they just want a, a video game version of that. I know jack shit about cars, but I'm someone who's always up for learning new things and I would like to figure something uh, some things out and then mess around with this game 
But I, I can't see any way in which that would ever happen because even in the, the tutorial where I'm just going around my space and then it says you can finish the tutorial by taking out the car on a test drive. So I go to the, the gate in order to initiate the test drive. I pick the car and then it tells me there's no oil in the engine. So I'm like, okay, I'll go put some oil in the engine and then I'll take it for a test drive. I go walking around the garage for fucking 15 minutes looking for oil. I don't know where it is. I can't find it. I don't know if it's in some menu, if it's on a table that I have to interact with that way. I'm looking around. I go to the car. I'm looking at it. I'm like pressing, I think, the Y button that brings up a radial menu that has a whole bunch of different things you can do with the car. I'm like, how the, how do I put oil in it? Like, I know how to put oil in a car. That's one of the few things I can do in real life, but I can't do it in the fucking game because I don't know where the hell I'm supposed to get the oil from. And the game doesn't tell me. What the fuck kind of tutorial is that? It's garbage. And and because of that, like, I don't, I'm, pre- I'm pretty much already done with the game. I popped it in for a half hour. I did nothing. And at no point did the game show me anything or give me anything that made me want to invest my time into it because it was not giving me anything. So I'm not going to give anything back because it's not giving anything to me. And that's disappointing but someone expected i always am wary or like any any of these games that are being a simulation of some kind of i don't want to say monotony but like farming simulator games or this or that they never want to or they they rarely do a good job of holding a player's hand and teaching them how to play the game even like with farming where I've had some experience, but like the game doesn't do a great job of just telling you how to actually play the game because it's different. It is a game. It is not the actual act of doing these things Uh, as much as it wants to simulate that. And as close as it may get to it, you still have the gamey bit of it. But that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, I'm at a point right now where I'm trying to think of what to play next for Attack the Backlog. My cushion is getting real nice and big. So much cushion for the pushing. I'm considering Max Payne 3. And I also am thinking about Resident Evil 2 sometime soon. Because my cushion at this point is... Oh, what is it? I mean, it's probably it's going to be getting close to three months worth of content. And I got a fair amount of work done this weekend, editing videos and all that. So, or editing audio and some videos. The the Resident Evil one's all done, which will be up in in, in two weeks. The the most recent one, Had a Full Boyfriend, just went up yesterday. The Resident Evil one was fun, but also a bit stressful to put together. The video in particular, because that game is not the prettiest game. In terms of gameplay, which when I say that, what I mean is, at least for me playing it, because I don't, I don't record videos or I don't capture footage that is pre- or specifically for Attack of the Backlog. I'm just capturing my entire playthrough and then I use that footage. And with something like Resident Evil, where I am constantly going in my inventory, going back and forth between save rooms and stuff like that and checking the map and all that jazz... 
that doesn't make for a great video. So working around that was a, a bit of a hassle, but overall I'm really happy with how the video came out. So that that was fun. Then uh, the next few ones will be shorter ones. That That's one of the longest episodes too, Resident Evil 1. I think it came in at 28 minutes after all the edits. And I think, you know, I edited out maybe like 10 minutes worth of stuff. So um, I'm excited for that one to come out and, and what people think. Because there are a few moments. I, lo I like the way it ends. And then there's another part that is early on that I like. And I thought it was just a good episode overall. Uh, and that's pretty much it in, in terms of what I've been playing. I haven't really watched anything of note. I started One Piece, but I don't need to talk about that. It's One Piece. It's not... I don't know what I was expecting, but I don't hate it. So there's that. You know, it's, it hasn't turned me off like fairy tale. And I think part of that is because it is a much sillier show. It has its serious-ish moments, but it is in no way as melodramatic as fairy tale. That's that's the thing that I hate about fairy tale the most. I, like I hate a lot of the characters and how fan service he is, and some of the gross shots like the fan service shots in that show can be really gross but what i hate about it so much is that it is so fucking melodramatic and it takes itself so seriously and it has all these moments that are supposed to be emotional and hit you and for me i'm just laughing because i'm like i don't give a shit about these people let them all die this is just terrible um but one of the things that is was annoying in the first few episodes of one piece is that the the one character um what is his name why can't i remember his name you got luffy and then the other guy who has a name that is like some well-known name the guy with the three swords three swords dude he has the same voice as this one character on fairy tale who i can't stand and that character on fairy tale is always talking about being a real man and on one piece one of the first things that comes out of that character's mouth is like, oh, like a real man. I'm like, no. No. Is he going to say that a bunch on the show? And I don't think he's said it since. So that was just a little amusing. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice short episode today. And I am happy to just want to say I'm happy about the, the new XLR cable I got. I haven't had any issues with the mic or the recording since. Uh, which is really nice to not have to worry about that. Uh, let's hope that that doesn't mean that when I check this episode, I'm going to see that, nope, something screwy happened here. But so far, it's been absolutely wonderful. I'm still messing around with the audio levels a little bit because I want to get a nice sweet spot for the audio. But uh, I hope that the audio, because I've been you know, doing what I can, uh, putting a little bit more effort into stuff over the last few weeks or so, maybe a little longer to try and make the audio as good as I can make it. So I hope the audio quality has been pretty solid uh, over the last few weeks. Another thing I re uh, found out and just, I don't know, it's kind of amusing is that on YouTube, I see these people who get tens of thousands, maybe even a hundred thousand views on their videos. They have all these subscribers and their setup, their audio quality is shit. And I just, I would think that 
somebody like that would at least want to put the best quality out there they can and they don't and it's just weird i also find it funny how some sites some people are able to get a lot of support via patreon but then i've watched a few videos from this one youtuber i think g-man lives and they've got i think like four hundred thousand subscribers and i think their patreon is 90 people or something so it's crazy how certain sites, certain channels and all that really get the support of their community. And when I look at some of the the channels that do get the support of the community, I'm like, why? Why? And I guess, you know, part of it is because it may just be the exclusive content because I think a, a, something that I really appreciate and respect about Gmail Lives is when I looked at his Patreon, I think like me, he doesn't have any kind of exclusive content. He's not going to make content just for Patreon. If you uh, support him with this much, and if he gets this amount, you know, a, a goal, a monthly goal, he'll do these videos, or you can request this kind of video and, and whatnot, and that stuff. But there's nothing that is exclusive to Patreon or something that you know you have to pay to get. So I respect that. I mean, that's the way mine works. Anyway, that will do it for this episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Cusinez. You all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or attack the backlog you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch them both there if you see something you like click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoy this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day Bye.